ant vula. Let me touch your hair. Let me. When you come to my house and I cook for you. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that might be a problem. What's problem? I'm the best cook in the family, tell you. Oh, I did, didn't I? Twice. Okay, then. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, yeah. Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. He don't eat no meat? No, he doesn't eat meat. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. Come. 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 Dance. Welcome to The Greek Way with Sergio Calvo. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of The Greek Wave. Today we'll be talking about health. Uh, this is an important subject that we are sometimes reminded of. Like when we get sick. I was recently sick, quite sick actually, for more than two weeks. And uh, I am the kind of guy who rarely gets sick. I don't get sick very often. If I do get sick, it's for one day and the next day I'm fine. So... Yeah, I'm not like Bruce Willis in Unbreakable, that <laughs> it's always healthy for his whole life. But generally, I'm healthy. And also, I have a particular interest in health. Uh, this is something that really kicked off about 15 or maybe 20 years ago, when I started paying a bit more attention to my diet and doing a little bit of exercise, not much. but uh, Not because I wanted to lose weight. Uh, it was never an issue for me, but... Uh, uh, well, it is an issue maybe now that I'm here in Greece. No, uh, but, I don't think so. But in order to achieve mostly a general feeling of uh, well-being, and, mm-hmm. uh, I'm very interested in nutrition and the impact that nutrition has in our bodies and our minds. Uh, now I started experimenting with probiotics, uh, which seems to be the latest trend. So I'm very excited to talk about health with my guests, Maria and Poppy. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to, to the show. Maria is a psychologist, uh, so obviously she understands the importance of uh, mental health. And she's also quite interested in uh, nutrition. And uh, Poppy is a teacher, a soap maker. And she currently runs a soap business that produces a wide variety of soap products uh, with the brand Work Soap. Yes. The original and creative uh, brand for soaps. Thank you. And it's Easter Monday. This podcast is kind of becoming a holiday podcast. The uh, last one was Christmas. Uh, I wish it was more regular, but working six days a week doesn't leave much much time for for me. Um, for people in Greece in general, the people have a busy life here. Uh, you, you girls work also a lot. Yes, long, we do, long, unfortunately. Long hours. Long hours. But now we're on holiday, so we have holidays for like two or three days. It's not much. Yes. But, okay. Yes. But well, today is an official holiday, not yes. only today is an for official us, holiday. Many people don't work everybody. today. No, everybody doesn't work today. Uh, except from uh, the cafeterias and, uh, and the restaurants. The restaurants yeah, and, and the bars. People working there. <laughs> yes. There are many people in Greece that actually work seven days a week. Of course. Yes. I feel lucky working six days in some way. And 12 hours a day or more. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, do you girls survive the feasts of meat, wine, and sweets that happen that happen during Easter in Greece? No, no heart attacks yet. Like, how is no. the blood pressure? I'm feeling quite good <laughs> because I haven't eaten a lot today. I was uh, full from yesterday, so. <laughs> Uh, actually, what happens to me is that I'm not eating a lot during uh, um, holidays because um, the most common thing we're eating here in Crete during holidays are meat uh, recipes, which I don't like, I'm not fond of very much. So it's easier for me not to eat that, man- that much food for lunch, but I like uh, sweets a lot. So right. this is kind of dangerous for me to during Easter during Easter and the other holidays there is something something so even if you don't like meat you have the sweets yes you there have are many, kind of sweets many there is things. a huge variety of food that we enjoy eating during Easter time and in general in holidays yes I ate everything Maria <laughs> you don't restrain yourself no I didn't yesterday <laughs> usually I do <laughs> I have to as you said it um, Once we get a little bit older, then we have to pay attention to what we eat and to our, di- our diet. Of course. And yeah. to exercise, we must remember to exercise as well. So, yes. okay, once or twice a year we can uh, relax and uh, eat everything, but we have to celebrate pay yes. as well. Celebrate with food. Tomorrow there is no celebration, eh? No, tomorrow we oh. work. So tomorrow we can leave the excesses of... Uh, food and stuff behind. We started from yeah. today, I think. You started from today. Yeah. yeah, me too. So it seems like a good time to talk about Ready health. Later. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Good. It is. I think that it's the most appropriate uh, discuss theme for this day. <laughs> so here's my first question. Are yes. the Greek people healthy? I think that we have to separate. What do we mean uh, with Greek people? We have to separate them into uh, group ages. Um, for example, what I mean is that um, people of our age, so middle-aged, let's say, uh, eat uh, a lot differently as uh, people, students or teenagers. We eat healthy. We eat healthy when we have time to cook at our homes, so when we have lunch breaks. And um, when we are in a place, when we live in a small city or a, a village where we can have our own grocery, our own vegetables, our own fruit. And we are lucky um, from this point of view because we are living in Crete. Everybody has here a, his own fields and own uh, vegetables, our olive oil, of course. And fresh products. And fresh products. That's really yes. important. Very important. Very important. It's not so expensive, so we can afford to mm-hmm. have a healthy diet. And as we discussed with Maria before, it's people of our age. Because we have made this um, change into our lives and we have started eating more healthy than students, for example. Actually, I think being healthy... Uh, has to do with a lot of stuff. One thing is uh, the diet you're following, uh, but still uh, the stress you have in your life, kind of uh, everyday routines, 
if you're exercising or uh, how many hours are you working and mm-hmm. things like that. So I think that what happened in Greece is that people used to eat uh, in a really healthy way until the 80s and then mm-hmm. from the 80s until 2000 what happened was that they turned to more western uh, kind of uh, diet so they abandoned the Medi- they Mediterranean abandoned, diet mm-hmm. yes they abandoned uh, vegetarian mm-hmm. uh, recipes and started eating uh, more fat <clears throat> and uh, more meat uh, more packaged food more processed food So uh, there's a turn in that from 2000 and then on. Uh, people are trying, people in Greece are trying to um, introduce themselves into uh, healthier diets again, uh, like the ones they had before the 80s, mm-hmm. and uh, um, maybe um, other new ways, uh, new information they have about dieting. Mm. Uh, and this is one thing. The other thing is that. Greek people are, walk- are working a lot and they're more stressed uh, the last years. So this must have consequences in their health. So I think we had a raise, from time to time we have a raise in heart diseases mm-hmm. and cancers. And from time to time there is decrease in the numbers of people uh, having heart attacks. So I'm not sure about how healthy Greeks are. It all has to do with the point of view and what you compare it with, mm-hmm. um, what, like Europeans or others. What elements of the Greek diet do you think are beneficial for our health and what others do you think are actually harmful? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the most beneficial, I'd say, is uh, the fresh vegetables and the fresh fruit that we mm-hmm. have. And we, I agree. Yeah, and I think that Greece or here even more the circum the circumstances I, i mean the environmental circumstances are uh, really good to cultivate uh, fresh fruit and vegetables and of course we have yes. the olive oil that it's uh, olive oil is really very healthy yes, really very important healthy. but on the other hand and we, we have fish yeah we have fish fresh fish fresh as well fish. we have a uh, good access to Uh, great fat acids like omega-3 and omega-6. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have olive oil and we Vitamins. have uh, fish. Mm. Um, and, and the Greek salads are very popular. Yes. Like, if yes. People cannot eat without salads here. Yes, yes every day we always like, eat salads. Every day we eat in salads. I, in Ireland, for example, they cannot eat without potatoes. Here you cannot eat without salad. Yes, yeah, Salad true. is very important. That's true. Them. And it's without fruits, I think everybody eats... Uh, it has to do uh, here we have fruits. we have to um, separate uh, the um, over 30 people and the students the okay. students we might say that do not maybe they're not eating yes. enough fruits then they are not paying uh, the, uh, the attention, attention to, to their but this is diet. probably everywhere not yeah, just yeah, in of Greece course, of course, this is in course. many countries yes but uh, in general when we say about a family in Greece So that uh, includes children and people of our age, or parents, or uh, even yes. older people. I'd say that we have uh, a lot of this uh, important stuff to our diet, like fruit and vegetables, fish, olive oil, and meat. Yes, wheat yes. and lentils. Yeah. And lentils, yes, of course, lentils Which is as well. a, a really good source of protein uh, without the fats. Mm-hmm. <coughs> 
now that you mentioned the meat, uh, do you think that it's healthy to eat so much meat? Because people do eat a lot of meat yeah, here. Yeah, in Greece and especially in Crete as well, it's a big tradition. Mm-hmm. Every celebration, every, every, I don't know, every um, uh, meal <laughs> has meat, it has a lot of meat as well. Actually, it didn't happen like that. 30 years ago. Of course, it was a, um, a very different... People used to eat meat uh, once a week or, or once, a month. once a month. Somebody said that uh, it was after the war that people started eating a lot of meat because during the war there wasn't so much meat yeah. to eat. So I'd it became say. like a luxury. Yes, yes. And was, now when people had access to meat after the war, they yes. started going crazy for the meat. I'd say not mm. directly after the war, mm-hmm. because my father, for example, used to tell me stories that uh, when he was a child, he was born after the war, mm-hmm. and when he was a child or a teenager, they didn't have a lot of money to have meat. Yes, it was an expensive thing to eat. Yes. So uh, my mother as well and my father. My father used to eat meat because uh, his father was a hunter, but mm-hmm. uh, my mother... Um, Used to uh, used to tell me that uh, they would uh, have uh, meat only uh, on Christmas and Easter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the whole year long, they used to eat more vegetables like um, potatoes and uh, every uh, kind of vegetables because yes. they had their own fields and they, yes, they, and they were cultivating. They were cultivating it. Yes, and there is definitely land here to cultivate and mm-hmm. the cli- we have the climate. The, and they used to eat a lot of dairy mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they used to have animals. Yes, and they would have the animals only for their milk. Yes, for their milk and eggs. Yes. And eggs. So they didn't use them so much for the, the, their flesh so they would keep the animals even, alive. Even if they had milk and they had... Um, a lot of dairy products. They still could live without eating much meat or eating very little meat. And nowadays it seems like uh, if you don't eat meat, you're going to (laughs) die. You need the protein. And there is this mentality of uh, you need to eat meat. What do you think of uh, veganism? Okay, I'm not vegan. It's controversial. Even to say the word vegan in, uh, in, in Greece... It just sounds like a swear word. <laughs> it shouldn't, because we have a lot of uh, recipes that are vegan, totally mm. vegan. And they're traditional recipes, I mean... Why Stuffed bother? tomatoes with rice. Sorry, mm. yes. it's my favorite food. <laughs> yes. And uh, it doesn't have meat. It's vegan. No, I... I but I think, I think the, the past years, people have made a, a turn there mm. as well. Yes. So, um, for example, 10 years ago, I wouldn't imagine that I would have friends that are vegans. But no, I have now. There is okay. definitely a switch in yes. mentality. Uh, no, not, I'm not saying in Greece, I'm saying around the world. So uh-huh. They are becoming more aware of uh, how much meat we eat. So people started reducing the uh, intake of meat. And so people just definitely remove meat from the diet. Mm. So it's a... It can be a bit extreme, depending on the point of view. The whole thing about uh, veganism has to do with a lot of aspects. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if it is going to be a sort of a a mental situation or a moral, like you don't want to uh, eat something with flesh because you don't want to eat an alive creature, creature. Mm -hmm. 
this is another situation. But if we want to talk about health, to exclude anything from your diet might be dangerous. I'm not sure because I'm not uh, a doctor or anything, but maybe if we had uh, uh, more mediocre proportions of everything uh, would be fine for our health. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. though. What do you think we would be missing out if we stopped eating meat? Taste. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but have you tried yesterday the lamp, the grilled lamp, so it's so tasteful. <laughs> okay, but you, you miss proteins. Yeah, of as course, well, as well, as well. It's, on, it's not only a matter of taste or uh, a matter of habit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really difficult to get proteins from other sources. And you know, now that I remembered uh, once a good friend of us, that, uh, of ours, that is a biologist, uh, once mentioned that some of us have, some of the people on the earth have the luxury to be vegans because the other, other... the other 90%, the other 90% actually eats meat. And if everybody would want to be vegans, there wouldn't be enough food on, the, on earth to feed on the planet to feed on the planet to feed us so because to survive if, if you want to have a lot thing. of calories I, I, I have more the opposite that we're we're eating too much meat and then the fact that we have to produce so much livestock yes but it's, this has to do it's with polluting the planet and it's creating that's many, totally many problems that's totally true mm -hmm. but it has yeah. to do with the industrialization of our societies and it has to do with Uh, the overconsumption of everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it doesn't have to do with eating meat. Uh, if you ate meat once a week or once a month and don't eat the byproducts like sausages and... Um, uh, processed meat. Yes, processed meat. Processed meat. And so Ham and uh, stuff like that. In, uh, meat industries wouldn't survive. So they wouldn't have so many wastes They wouldn't have so many. Uh, they wouldn't uh, raise so many animals to get killed. Mm -hmm. So it all has to do with overconsumption, mm -hmm. and that's the problem actually. Let's talk about smoking. Uh, mm -hmm. I have I brought some facts here, and uh, one of them is that Greece is the EU's heaviest smoking country, according to a survey published by the European Commission for War Not Tobacco. The last year 37% of Greeks are smokers according to the report right now it's 27 is it 27 it did it drop decreased. yes it dropped maybe it dropped since last year yes mm -hmm. that's a big drop from <laughs> one year <laughs> to the next 27% <laughs> wow the, yes the EU has an overall smoking rate of 26% uh, after mm -hmm. Greece we have France Bulgaria they uh, were tied in the second place both with a 36% smoking rate and Croatia 35 Sweden has the lowest rate at 7% Italians What? used to, uh, I saw many Italians smoking I think Italians smoke a lot too Italians yes. Spaniards yes. Why do you think people smoke so much in Greece? I think they smoke a lot in Mediterranean 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 countries. Sea Mediterranean countries smoke a lot where, whereas uh, northern countries uh, uh, drink more alcohol I think this this is um They both have uh, an addiction, mm -hmm. but uh, they turn their addiction to another uh, area. 
this is very obvious actually I brought some data but we don't really need the data you just need to look out and you will see yes, that in northern countries this, they drink more and mm -hmm. in the southern countries they smoke more yes and uh, I don't know why but it happens yeah so this is a strange thing I think maybe in northern countries they drink more because it warms them up <laughs> so keeps them warm uh, keeps them warm do, do you girls smoke? I do not. I have uh, quit. You quit. Yes. Yes. I'm still smoking. You're still smoking. Yes. Well, what What do you think are the dangers and the benefits of smoking? I don't mm -hmm. think smoking has any benefits. It has an, no benefits, guys. It, it doesn't have. But any if benefits. you didn't have any benefits, why do look, people smoke? Look, I started smoking um, uh, in a certain phase of my life where I wanted to be self-destructive. And then the problem was that I couldn't quit smoking. Mm. Um, so self-destruction still happens <laughs> in a way. But okay, smoking sometimes m makes you overcome the social uh, annoyance, like the embarrassment of being alone in a place, uh, waiting for a friend of yours. So you, you have something to do. Mm -hmm. without looking awkward. <laughs> this is funny, but it's something I have noticed. Many people who are alone in the street, they're waiting for somebody, mm -hmm. you see them smoking. Yes. And it, they oh, are, it's a, it's a either, way to... Either on their phones, now yeah. they are mostly on their phones, either they're smoking. The other thing that I would uh, say about um, why we smoke a lot, maybe, it's because in Greece there wasn't really... Um, a hard anti-smoking campaign, anti campaign yes. in comparison to other European countries. Mm -hmm. For example, as I was in Germany, mm -hmm. I would remember seeing a lot of advertisements against smoking, uh, a lot of pictures on the tobacco and everywhere, and that came to Greece a few years ago. Yet still in Germany and other European countries, smoking is a great way to socialize with others. Of because course, because you smoke outside. You smoke outside, so yes. 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 I'm going to tell you about that because I was I was in Ireland. Where I was living in Ireland when uh, a, a smoking ban was introduced in the mm -hmm. Republic of Ireland, and uh, I just thought this is going to be a mess because nobody's going to respect this. People want to smoke. They want to smoke in a bar. They want to smoke in a restaurant. It's going to be crazy. At the same time, they were introducing it in Spain, but it wasn't in Spain, so I didn't know this. I didn't see this transition. But I saw it in Ireland, and it just it just went overnight. So one day you could smoke indoors in public spaces, and the next day you couldn't. The way the transition happened, nothing happened. <laughs> People started with the bars. What they did, they set up these uh, ashtrays that were attached to the. Uh, outside part of the bar like mm -hmm. some asterisk where people could just smoke there and people just started socializing outdoors yes but mm -hmm. you see you come from a Mediterranean country mm -hmm. and we come from a Mediterranean country too and we think if there's a, a, this kind of law uh, there, will be, there, there will be a mess so <laughs> we're not thinking like northern European countries uh, northern European citizens because probably there's something in our cultures that yeah. wants to go against the state. There, now, now you said it. Uh, there is something about the Greek culture. And Greeks 
are not good friends of the rules. Nor, of course, nor yes. Italians, nor no Spanish, Spanish. N- nor French. Also in Spain it was difficult. Of um, course. But mm-hmm. of course. They were, finally they accepted it. The only ones that are still standing against the smoking ban are the Greeks. And in, in Greece I have noticed because from all the countries I have lived in that there is uh, something, I don't know where it comes from, probably there is an explanation, mm-hmm. a historical explanation to this, but they don't like rules in general. They are really suspicious with um, um, with authorities. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they, they say if the authorities, authorities. Don't, don't follow the rules, why should we? Yeah. Yes. Maybe that's, yeah. that's the yes, mentality. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Κάνω το πικρό γλυκό Κι ο καπνός που πάει επάνω Φτιάχνει ένα μηδενικό Κι ο καπνός που πάει επάνω Φτιάχνει ένα μηδενικό You are listening to the Greek wave Now, I'm a feller with a heart of gold with the ways of a gentleman, I've been told. The kind of a feller that wouldn't even harm a flea. But if me and a certain character met, the guy that invented the cigarette, I'd murder that son of a gun in the first degree. Now, it ain't cause that I don't smoke myself. I don't reckon they hinder your health. I've smoked them all my life, and I ain't dead yet. But nicotine slaves are all the same at a patent party or a poker game. Everything's got to stop while they have that cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette Puff, 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 and if you smoke yourself to death Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate That you hates to make him wait But you just gotta have another cigarette And what, what's, what's your stand on the smoking ban? Okay, I've uh, quit the smoking. It doesn't affect your benefits, you know. <laughs> of course it benefits me. Because now, now you're not a smoker. Yes, yes, and I find it really nice when I go out <laughs> and I come back home and my and clothes... Smell my, like, yes, my clothes like don't uh, smell like smoke or my hair or everything. You found benefits on it. Yes, But yes. for smokers, it's more difficult, isn't it? Look, I wouldn't Is mind it? if... I, I don't would, know. I wouldn't mind if... Uh, in every place uh, there would be uh, a separate, a separate room. room for smokers uh, because um, um, I still want to smoke when I'm outside. It's sort of uh, relaxing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, We must mention also that here in Greece there is a smoking ban, uh, a legal ban, but there, is, there isn't an actual ban. Of yes. course, it's not, of course. There's it's no not, control. It's not implemented. Yes. yes. Yeah. There are only uh, just a few uh, restaurants and a few cafeterias mm-hmm. that uh, don't allow you to smoke inside. And we, we don't mind, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't forget about the weather. We have a really yes, nice weather Yes, we have a really nice now. weather. We can sit outside. It's and fine smoke for us and everything. Sit outside yes. and smoke. When it's an I ideal country to smoke outside. Of course, yes. of course. When I was smoking, I found mm-hmm. it... Uh, quite okay to smoke outside even though it was really cold so I think you adjust as a smoker you can adjust to the rules Yes, but the if there is control, the but problem there is the no problem control. for me. Maybe you don't call it a rule, so people follow it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, true. there's this kind of uh, 
democratic decision about it. Like, yeah. if I go to into a cafeteria, I'm a smoker. Mm-hmm. If I go into a cafeteria and nobody else smokes, I won't be smoking. Mm-hmm. Because I respect that anybody, nobody else smokes. Mm-hmm. If I go to a cafeteria and uh, half of them smokes, uh, I won't suppress myself not smoking in there. Because yeah, it's, it's, like it's vain. The majority smokes, the majority decides. Yes, <laughs> sort of like yeah, that. Not sure yeah, that not, yeah. I'm not really sure if it works uh, that way. Myself, I'm not against um, smoking. Uh, I believe that if people want to smoke, they should have the freedom to smoke, of course. It's the choice. The same as with alcohol. It's not good for you, but you should have the freedom to, to choose to drink of course. little, in moderation, in excess. It's your, it's your body, so you, you decide. Mm-hmm. But I also think that uh, the people who choose not to smoke should have the freedom not to smoke and to breathe uh, clean air. And that is why I am a massive fan of this, the badly, the badly called smoking ban. Because it does not prohibit smoking to people that choose to smoke. They can still go outside mm-hmm. the bar or the restaurant, they yeah. can have a cigarette. But it protects and gives more freedom to the people that choose not to smoke. However, we all know that the, uh, it's a law that's not implemented. Uh, it's a little bit of, of a problem. So even though smokers are a minority, they are the ones who decide where smoking is permitted, which is pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. And according to the data, according, they are a minority. It seems a majority when you are outdoors because you go out because you see many people smoking, but... If you, if you look at the data, you, they are actually outside, a minority. Yes. When you go to a cafeteria or a restaurant, you don't see many people, many people not smoking anymore. I, I don't know why this happens. Probably people who don't smoke don't go outside, maybe because they don't want to smoke uh, the smoke of others. Mm-hmm. Do you think passive smoking is an actual health problem? Yes, of course. It's like smoking. It's the same as smoking. My dad used to work in a bar for many years, uh, since he was a child, pretty much. And one day he went to the doctor, and uh, the doctor told him, um, uh, you have to stop smoking. And I said, but I don't smoke. Mm. Uh, and he said, what do you mean you don't smoke? No, I don't smoke. What do you do? I work in a bar. Oh, you should have started from there. <laughs> <laughs> so passive smoking is it's not As something they, that, uh, that, that you choose, but yes. then... It, it does have some uh, an impact on your health. Mm-hmm, of course. For many people who have breathing problems, whether it is asthma, uh, sinus problems. We both have sinus yes. problems. <laughs> and uh, yes, the quality of the air is quite important for us. Let's leave now the smoking. Let's move to the mental health, which is something that uh, Maria knows a lot uh, about. Um, have we forgotten about our, our mental health? Is it something that... Uh, we ignore or we don't think about or we don't take care of. I'm not sure about that, but I think most people are not really conscious about their feelings and their thoughts. Uh, They pretty much uh, take uh, anything for granted. They keep their way of thinking for most of their lives unless this becomes uh, dysfunctional in a way. So uh, people uh, get alert about their way of thinking and their feelings and their mental mental health um, only when their way of thinking becomes dysfunctional due to the changes in the circumstances. 
They mean only when there is an actual problem or a problem they can see and they cannot ignore anymore. Mm, is that when we start no, thinking no. About, about our mental health? No, not just because there is a problem, but sometimes you don't recognize the problem. You just feel uh, depressed, for example, mm. or stressed, uh, and you don't know why. But it is because of the uh, change in the circumstances. For example, um, maybe you don't realize uh, you're feeling stressed uh, because you expect uh, uh, to, uh, to have a better job or have more money, but maybe you feel depressed uh, because actually you don't receive a lot of money and you're working too many hours and you feel uh, for, uh, uh, frustrated and uh, really tired about this whole stuff. So consciousness, being conscious about any situation is the thing that connects feelings with thoughts and uh, acting, acts the way you act in situations. Stress has become something like a, just like the cancer of society. It has become mm -hmm. massive mm -hmm. all over the world. Mm -hmm. And here, probably you have probably you have noticed that in Greece has increased a lot lately. Stress. Yes. Yes. Does it have to do maybe with the economic crisis? Uh, it has to do with that for many reasons that are not economic. Because of the economic crisis, many things that our, our parents promised us uh, will not happen. For example, mm -hmm. our parents promised us that we will uh, uh, go to the university and we will find a job. This is not true anymore. Uh, you will go to the university and then you will get a job and you will keep it for the whole of your life. This doesn't happen anymore. Um, you are important as a person if you're working. Okay, you're not working, that means that you're not important as a person. Uh, you see yourself through work because they, they taught you to see yourself through work. So, many things changed through the economic crisis and they weren't economical. But they uh, made people stressed for one more, one more reason. Uh, what happened was that to be able to live uh, and uh, to make a living, to, to earn money, you have to be working too many hours. So there is not enough time for you to socialize and live your life and have uh, interests. And to relax. And mm -hmm. relax and think. And, and to uh, do nothing. Sometimes we forget. Yes. Yes. To do nothing. Yes. Very important. To connect with yourself. You don't have the time to connect with yourself. Because mm. everything is running around you mm -hmm. and you are running too. How, so. how can we keep our minds sharp, fit, healthy? Oh. What can we do? There are many ways. Many One, techniques. <laughs> yes. One of the, uh, the most important things one should do is sleep well. Mm -hmm. uh, eat well, eat a lot of antioxidant, antioxidants, uh, breathe well, because if you're not breathing well, uh, your mind doesn't get enough oxygen. And breathe through the nose. 
Yes, breathe through the nose. For those who can afford it. <laughs> yes. And take a few minutes to meditate. And by meditating, I don't mean uh, a yoga thing. I mean, meditate, I mean, uh, have the time for yourself to empty uh, your head from any thoughts. To uh, let yourself loose, to think uh, about anything. This should be much helpful. And to socialize and connect with other people, of course. Now that you mentioned yoga and meditation, yes. uh, before it used to be something rare, but it has become kind of mainstream in the last decade. Mm -hmm. What do you think there is such an interest in yoga and meditation? Why, why are they so trendy? I think there are some scientific facts that show that yoga and meditation changes the DNA and changes uh, the, uh, the main functions of your brain. So I think that's the reason. There are so many benefits. And people uh, have uh, so stressed lives that yoga and meditation brings a balance to that. Because this used to be something that only the Buddhists Only yes, the Buddhist monks. Used okay, there was used a lot of advertisement as well. Or the hippies also. Remember the hippies mm -hmm. during the hippie era? There was a lot of uh, meditation mm -hmm. going on. Yes, but... Uh, Now everybody does it. Yes, but... Uh, okay. Uh, a farmer, 30 years ago in mm -hmm. Crete, wouldn't need to meditate because it mm -hmm. had so much time to concentrate above a, a plant. Exactly, yes. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, right. everybody needs this, uh, needs this kind of balance in their lives. I think I've been doing meditation maybe five, seven years now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not very consistent with my practice mm -hmm. because it requires you, you need to do it exactly. regularly. Exactly. You need to be consistent. Mm -hmm. And I'm a, a bit lazy with meditation, but even with the little the little amount of meditation I do, I, I can see great benefits. I mm -hmm. think they are great. Not even uh, the meditation, but also the yoga practice. Yeah, I'm doing yoga practice for a year, some years now, not regularly, mm -hmm. but I've started uh, four or five years ago, and you can actually see the difference in your body. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's a, it's a really great exercise. It's not so. Um, Um, This is something that all, also men can do because of course, of course, of course. Not that many men do it, and maybe maybe we should start doing it. No, it's, it's quite a pity. Yeah, it's quite a pity. Yeah. But, but you could you could see to my group, for example. Okay, we, of course we are seven uh, ladies and mm. three men, but we still we have three men or four. Mm -hmm. yeah, because you have great flexibility after yes. yoga and. Yes. All, all the muscles in your body have been trained and have been uh, worked out. It's really amazing. And it's also more social because yoga, well, you can do it on your own, but many people go to yoga classes, and yes. you meet people, it's a group thing. Yeah, it is. It is. And, uh, of course, uh, you have a lot of strength after yoga and... It's, it's worth exercise. it. It's worth yes, it. It's a great you can exercise. see the change in your body. Okay, we are exercising as well, not only in the yoga class, but mm -hmm. we go to a gym, and you can see the, the difference between when you exercise with a, a machine or a aerobics or, a, a, or yes, whatever, and cardio when, exercise or yes. another kind. And of and when you do yoga, mm -hmm. with a yoga exercise, you go home, you are really, you feel that you can. 
touch the sky. You feel that your muscles so relax, definitely. Yes, yes, you're so open and you're so flexible. Afterwards. Maybe I should give it another try. I gave it a try once and it didn't work for me. Guys, I think you feel healthy. After try it for two weeks. Practice. Yes. Don't try it once. Try it for two yes. weeks. Yes, I think I give up very easily. Give it a try. <laughs> um, give it a chance. Yes. Do you think that our minds are now more distracted than they used to be about uh, 10 or 15 years ago? Of course. Of course. Yes. And why, course. why do you think our minds get so, so easily distracted? Um, Is it the smartphones, so, maybe the social media? Okay, we have... Space of life, what could it be? I, I'd say everything, a little bit of everything. So let us think how, many, how much information we get each day, yes. not only to our work, but also to our social life, to our, uh, on the news and uh, whatever. Okay, it's so, so easy now to pick up your phone and start reading uh, so about, many, anything, in the about world. anything in the world. And of course, the social media and uh, the rhythms of our lives, our daily routines. Mm -hmm. And um, we have access to everything nowadays. Social media, I think, had a big <coughs> impact in the, uh, yes. in the way our minds work and get very easily distracted mm -hmm. and how, how do you think we can control or moderate the use of smartphones the use of computers Look, moreover we were raised by television we are a generation raised by television yes. before there were any surveys about uh, the effects of television so many children that are now grow-ups are getting distracted they started thinking by these kind of speeds Mm. They, they had a um, really fast way of seeing pictures and seeing uh, movements and lights and they tend to look for that in their lives. But maybe the fact that they are born in an era where we have smartphones, uh, internet, all yes. this, maybe they can handle it better than, than we can because we were born in an era where there was only TV and maybe we had a couple of channels on TV when we were kids. Now, this came when we were grown up, mm -hmm. and maybe as grown ups we cannot handle it so well. But the kids seem to adapt easily to technologies. Uh, this is a problem as well because mm. children cannot decide how much is good for them. They are, are getting easily addicted to the TV and the tablets and uh, the social media. And, how how can we control this? Because I am, I am in support of, uh, I'm not mm -hmm. a technophobe. I, mm -hmm. I like mm -hmm. technology and totally in support of mm -hmm. technology and progress and advancement. But how can we control the use of it? Because that's, that's the problem with it. Okay. I thought the problem is not the technology. If we raise our children with uh, discipline, with yeah. discipline and uh, exactly. certain limits, and if we keep these limits for our lives as well, because you cannot tell your children yes. not, to, Don't use it, uh, not to play the PlayStation Uh, while I'm uh, sitting in front of the TV for like seven hours. So if we have a certain limit about things... And a balance. And a balance. Probably th this would be a solution. And start giving examples. Mm. What else can a, a child do with uh, his free time? Set an example. Let's yes. go outside. Let's do yeah. something else altogether. Let's leave them have some imagination of as course. well. Of course. Show them not the wide variety of things that they can do to spend their time, yes, not just yes, one yes, or two yes. things. Yes. There are so leave many children things. to grow their imagination on, mm -hmm. on their own. I think the, the main problem about these uh, new technologies is how they are affecting our uh, 
ability to focus. Now, in the USA, there is a massive, I don't remember the data now, I didn't find it, a massive amount of the population have ADD, Attention Deficit Disorder, they also mm-hmm. call it ADDH or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is something that some people are born with, but there are also many people that have started developing it through life. I recently watched a um, Netflix documentary called Take Your Pills that talks about the medication that people take in order to get some mental clarity. Mm-hmm. And some of the drugs that they take, they are not very different from illegal drugs like amphetamine, spit, or LSD. And in fact, they have similar compounds. Uh, people are taking this stuff to study or to, to be more focused at work, to be more um, productive. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just crazy. And then, I, ironically, I saw this film on the streaming platform, Netflix. It's mm-hmm. a, a big thing now, which is also a product of this culture of uh, binging and addiction. Mm-hmm. They promote, uh, how do you call it, uh, binge watching. What's a full series in one day? It cannot be healthy. Yes, it's not. <laughs> With it's not. Nothing against like Netflix. I mean, so. it's fun, but maybe we need to moderate its use look people try to do more so every decade you have to do more with your day it's like being a bit bipolar in a way a bit more uh, obsessed and manic to do more and receive more stimulations from your environment and have more things to see more things to live uh, more experiences you always try to have more to achieve more So, uh, this is getting crazy. I, I'm wondering how this is going to turn out to be in a few decades from now. We're I, because I don't know. <laughs> yes, I don't know if uh, a human brain or a human body can deal with that. I guess we'll get to a point where we cannot take it anymore. Yes, yes, say, yes. Okay, to enough this, uh, is enough. Top, the top. And <laughs> Need the... to cut this off a bit. <laughs> yes. Even now we, we break down mm. because of this. We have uh, burnouts mm-hmm. because of this. Now, let's talk a bit, a bit about hygiene. Wash your hands, Roger. Wash your hands, Roger. Show Daddy your hands, Roger. Well, the first time they're clean. We may not see a connection in between hygiene and health, but mm-hmm. how important is personal hygiene? It's really important. And you can tell... Nowadays, you see people, as you said before, that get sick and sick and these, the viruses uh, tend mm-hmm. to be more strong and no antibiotica can beat them. And it all has to do not only with the drugs that we have taken to the past, but also to the, our personal hygiene and the hygiene that is around us. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean that if we live in a clean environment yes. and we keep ourselves clean mm-hmm. as well, then... Uh, we don't get sick so easily. Poppy, you make soaps. What are the benefits of using soaps for your skin? Okay, we make soaps uh, based on uh, a traditional way of soap making. And by that I mean that we do not uh, make a massive amount of soaps. But on the contrary, we have the handmade procedure of soap making. Our soaps are uh, based... Uh, no, before, before you go through, through the, the making process... Yes. The benefits of using soap on your skin. Okay, well, ah, it's much better than using, using active cleaners. Yes, 
Yes, yes, yes. Of using a traditional you, soap you, you with olive oil. You use natural products. Yes, Sorry, yes. yes. It has a. You don't destroy the the bacteria of uh, your skin. On your skin and the. Is that something that happens with industrial mm-hmm. uh, soaps or industrial gels that we use that yes. uh, maybe destroy our bacteria and the how do you call it the pH of our the our pH skin? of our skin? Mm-hmm. It can be. Um, Harmful. Harmful, yes, harmful, and uh, we unsettle our pH, our pH, as you mm-hmm. said, uh, with all these chemicals that we use to our skin, and we make our skin more um, easily affected to the By outside uh, bacteria and viruses. And, and we don't have uh, the, the lipid uh, um, layer on top of our skin after industrial uh, gels and cleaners. Yes. That, uh, that, that protects, that our, protects skin. our skin. Like a film. Mm-hmm. Usually when, when you use a, natura, a natural um, cleanser, like a soap made of uh, olive oil, you build a, a film that protects your skin from mm-hmm. the dirt that is outside. Yes, and keeps your own lipids. Mm-hmm. It's true that with many processed uh, gels and soaps, uh, many times your your skin gets very dry mm-hmm. and dry and, and irritated. Irritated, yes. yes, it's no good. Maybe we're removing this film that we need to mm-hmm. have. Right? Mm-hmm. Tell me about the process of soap making. Uh, how how do you produce soap? How, how do you produce the soaps you make? We use, as I said before, the um, traditional way of soap making, the way that uh, people in the past also used to make it and not the industrial way. By that I mean that we use only natural ingredients, our cretan olive oil and other plant oils, uh, combined only with essential oils, and we try to avoid anything that has uh, harmful ingredients to our skin. And um, it's a process that you do not heat your ingredients, Mm -hmm. and by that you keep all the useful elements that olive oil has and uh, you keep it to the soap and then to your skin as well. You pass it to your skin. We do not use any big equipment and a lot of energy to produce our soap. So we just uh, uh, have an equipment that doesn't require a lot of energy. So Mm -hmm. it's really Mm eco-friendly the way that we make it. And we keep in mind to combine all um, the scientific uh, research that has been made in the past years to the traditional methods so that we can give to the, our customers a really nice soap, natural and handmade. Take your bath, wash yourself, take your bath, try and use a little soap, take your bath, wash yourself, take your bath. I came here with some soap in my hand. Industrial uh, creams and gels and cleaners and uh, all sorts of hygiene products Mm -hmm. sometimes cause inflammation, which is not seen on top of your skin, but they irritate you, they they grow allergies Mm -hmm. through time. They don't do it instantly, mm-hmm. but through time, make you they make you more vulnerable mm-hmm. to allergies. So that you don't realize that this happened because of the of your industrial soap or cleaner or other hygiene products, and you keep doing that to yourself. While when you are cut off 
from all these uh, processed and uh, unnatural uh, chemicals, you start seeing the difference, not only to your skin, but to your whole health profile, your whole uh, sense of uh, well-being. I heard of some products that they sell with the idea that if you feel this itchiness that is connected to the irritation, it means that the product is working. It's actually yes. irritating your yes. skin or any other part of your body. My, my grandmother used to say, why putting in your skin something you don't eat? Why? <laughs> so my grandmother used to put to, to her face olive oil after uh, her uh, bath. Uh, face cream. cream is a face cream. Yes. And when she had uh, sort of uh, acne, she, she would put uh, milk on top of oh, it. Interesting. A lot of people have, have noticed these uh, old stories and uh, old tricks that our yes. grandparents used to tell us. So th- that's a main reason that nowadays we take care of what we use to our uh, faces and our body and everything. It's not so easy for a big company to sell us mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, of course, advertisement uh, is a great deal. (laughs) (laughs) But but I think we are starting to wake up. We are more careful. Yeah, we are more careful. Well, the products you you produce are part of the soap. You produce some oils. Yes, we accept of uh, soaps. We also make natural cosmetica, such as uh, balms and uh, oils. Also uh, balms for uh, the lip, for our lips. Mm -hmm. And our oils are not only therapeutical, but also um, they have a cosmetic use, as mm-hmm. I said. And some of them are really good for our health. For example, we have an oil that is good uh, for uh, when you have aches in your body, mm-hmm. when you are a bit uh, cold, when you're not feeling really good, and the essential oils uh, help you. Where can we find out more about uh, workshop? We do have a website, it's www.workshop.gr and you can find us online. We also give our products to some specific stores that sell natural cosmetica and natural products and you can send us also an email or find us on Facebook and in Instagram. We use uh, social media as well. (laughs) So now it's time for the Greek word of the day. Greek word of the day. Now the Greek word of the day is... Popo. (laughs) What, What does popo mean? Wow! <laughs> is, it, is it two poles or three poles? Actually, it's two, I'd say. Po-po. Because I also heard po-po-po. Yeah, yes. okay. Yes. It depends on okay. uh, which grade you want to emphasize <laughs> something, how intense you want it to be. Okay, so, we also say po. <laughs> you, can say, you can say one yes. po. Yes. One po, but uh, um, uh, you keep it a lot. Yes, <laughs> the o. Keep the o a lot. Yes. What does it mean exactly, this expression? Ah, it has a lot of meaning. You can use it to a lot of uh, circumstances. 
It has to do with admiration most of the time, or uh, when uh, when you're feeling that uh, wow, what has happened now? Yes, when you're amazed, amazed with something, with something. or uh, you want to emph- emphasize something. Yes. Would just an example? You, you don't expect a situation to in which you would say it. We would say it. You see your friend wearing a great skirt, and you say. Popo, what a great skirt yes. you're wearing! Yes. <laughs> There is this. I don't know if you heard of Gogo Champa. No. You don't know who Gogo Champa is? No. She's a Greek singer, and she wrote this song called the Kagelia. Ah, ah, yes, yes, we <laughs> yes, know her. But yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't I know, remember the name. I, I know the song. I know the song. Yeah. yeah, we too, we too. We How many poems do we hear po, 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 in the Kagelia? I have no idea. This is something too many. That was popularized by a YouTube video with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, we've seen it. That's really funny. If you have not seen it, you have to see it. It's a beautiful video. So I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna play the song that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'll play it with the video. The listeners will only hear the song, but if they want, they can find the video online. So here we go. These are good moves from uh, <laughs> when I first saw okay, it. Your recommendation, I, I laughed this so the, the big part. Uh, that's the way it should be danced. That's the way you should dance this kind of song. How funny to see Jean Claude Van Damme dance like that, eh? He's amazing. <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> What is the actual uh, song that they are dancing? I should. Uh... I think it's from an old movie, maybe. One of the mo- these movies, like Kickboxer, one of these ah, look what he does. Uh, old eighties movies. Yeah, he does the split. Yeah, the split. He's very good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this song, I think, is so good that it should actually be exported abroad. Mm-hmm. You see, like in Spain, we exported the Macarena. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before it is exported, I think we have to test the song in other languages to see. Okay, which song? So what we are going to do now, we are going to play the Kagelia <laughs> as translated by Google Translate. Oh, God! And if it's good, then we can export covers of this song abroad. Okay. What do you think? How are, you, how are we going to do that? Okay, let's listen to that. <laughs> let's listen to that. Okay, so the first... It's going to be Kagelia in English. Opo pop a pop pop a pop pop popo. What sorrow? Opo pop a pop pop a pop pop popo. Going crazy. Now let's see how Kagelia sounds in Italian. Wow. Opo pop 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 popo. Che dolore. Opo pop 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 popo. Sarò pazzo. Now let's see how it sounds in. French. Ah, that's difficult. 
Quel chagrin. Je serai fou. C'est plus classique, hein? En français, je l'aime. Et en italien aussi. Cagelia en polish. Jaki smutek. Będę szalony. That's a bit rushy, eh? This is really fast. I think this one is a bit slower. This is uh, Kagelia in Korean. Ooh. Oh, that must be perfect. Upopopo. Popopo sulpumun. Upopopo. Popopo nanen bichotta. I don't know. I don't like it so much. Well, this is it. Uh, do you think we can export the Kagelia abroad? Uh, Definitely. Yes, but Definitely. let's, let's oh. give it Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should keep it Greek. Yes. Okay, so with the word or the expression popo, we can wrap up this uh, third episode of the Greek Wave. So thank you, Maria and Poppy, for joining thank you, thank you. Thank you. me this time. Thank you. Yes, thank you as well for thank having us. <laughs> yes. And thank you, dear listeners, Evaristopoli, Agapitia Croatis, for listening to this uh, podcast. And remember to take care of your body and mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can uh, find the Greek Wave online on iTunes. Subscribe to get notifications of new podcast episodes. And like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Greek Wave. We'll be surfing the way hopefully soon. Yamas. Never yam. This is a production of Calvo Net Entertainment. Find out more at facebook.com slash the Greek wave. So good, so good, I got a year.